Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today, I'm sharing 12 super advanced English words that you can use in your everyday life in English, as well as in your professional endeavors. I'll share the word its meaning, the correct way to use it in a sentence, and an example. And I invite you to pause the lesson and come up with your own sentences as an extra challenge. At the end of the lesson, I'm sharing today's advanced English challenge, so be sure to stay till the end. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so are you ready for these 12 challenging words? Also, I'd like you to take note of the pronunciation that I'm using. These are considered advanced words for native English speakers as well. So you might be sharing these with your native English speaking friends. All right, the first one, vehement. Vehement means intense as in showing a strong and forceful feeling such as passion. So if you do something vehemently, there's emotion and force behind it. For example, to be vehemently opposed to something means that you are truly 100% against it. For example, Joe was vehemently opposed to his company's new policies. Two, purview. Purview is the scope or range of the influence of someone or something. It can also mean the range of thought and experience. You might hear it used as within the purview of, or outside the purview of, or under the purview of. For example, this case is under the purview of this institution. Three, egregious. Egregious. If something is egregious, it's horribly or shockingly bad. It can also be used when describing someone's behavior. So it's something that stands out as remarkably bad. For example, the soccer player made an egregious mistake during the championship game and he got a red card. Four, alacrity. Alacrity, this means to show willingness, eagerness, or readiness, and cheerful behavior. So a kid in a toy store who's told that he can buy anything, any toy that he'd like, is showing alacrity. It can also mean brisk. For example, when we're in a rush, we must walk with alacrity, walking with purpose and cheerfully. Five, excoriate. Excoriate. All right, so excoriate means to express strong disapproval of someone or their actions and to criticize someone severely. For example, it was a heated debate because both sides were excoriating each other nonstop. Another example is June excoriated her sister for borrowing 
her designer purse without asking. Six, insular. Insular is being narrow-minded or having an overly narrow outlook on life. For example, living on a remote island away from other places of influence can be very insular. That is an insular existence. You might also use the adjective insular when describing a group of people, a culture, a subculture. All right, so let's look at an example. Robert did not feel like he belonged at his new school. Coming from a big metropolis, this new town felt rather insular. Seven, extol, extol. All right, so extol means to praise someone with a lot of enthusiasm. You're really enthusiastic when you're giving this type of praise. Another phrase for this is to sing one's praises. Okay, so for example, if you extol someone, you praise their virtues. If you extol something, you give it a lot of praise. Okay, an example sentence. When children exhibit patience and understanding, we should extol their virtues. Number eight, equivocal. Equivocal means uncertain and ambiguous. So it's open to more than one interpretation. Uncertain or questionable in nature. And its antonym is unequivocal. Unequivocal meaning it's unambiguous and it leaves no doubt. Let's have a look at an example. When Sarah asked her teacher about what material will be included in the upcoming math test, she gave her an equivocal answer so she had no idea what to study. And one more example with unequivocal, the antonym is, Zoe gave the unequivocal answer to the marriage proposal by saying, Yes, of course, yes, that it was crystal clear and she was overly ecstatic. Nine, anomaly. Anomaly is something that deviates from the norm or what is considered standard and expected. It's a blip. It's an oddity. Okay, for example, after running multiple computer tests, we found an anomaly in the programming. Number 10, umbrage. Umbrage is most commonly used as take umbrage at, and it means to take offense to something or be annoyed at something. So take umbrage at, right? Example, Eliza was hurt by the comment and took umbrage at their remarks. 11, abrasive. Abrasive means harsh or disagreeable. It sort of sounds that way as well, abrasive. Her words were so abrasive that he started tearing up. So abrasive is when someone disregards or has little concern for other people's feelings, which is not something that we would like to do in our communication. Another example, Matt has an abrasive personality. He doesn't make friends easily. So it can also be to describe a behavior. 12, enamored, enamored. All right, so enamored means to be filled with love for something or someone. Some examples are, John is enamored of New York. And it's easy to see why Charles is enamored of 
sage. So pay mind that it's to be enamored of, not with, right? It's to be enamored of someone or something. It might sound strange, but that is the correct collocation. That is the correct way of using enamored, to be enamored of something or someone. All right, so there you have it. 12 advanced English words with their meanings and examples in the sentences. I hope you have fun coming up with your own sentences and using these words and practicing them out in the real world. That is the best way to make them part of your vocabulary and to integrate them into your communication. All right, so are you ready for the advanced English challenge? Here it is. How many of these words and phrases can you use in one paragraph? That is your advanced English challenge today. So if you feel like sharing it with the advanced English community, you can leave a comment down below. So feel free to share that with us. All right, advanced English learners, thank you so much for joining me for this lesson. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, give it a big thumbs up and you can check out the full transcript of this lesson, which is over on our blog. Go to advancedenglish.co forward slash blog for that. And you can also find our podcast there. So if you prefer to listen to this lesson, then check out our podcast. You can download it and listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you love the podcast, please be sure to leave us a nice review. That really helps us out. All right. I will see you in the next advanced English lesson where we're going to continue advancing your English together. Until then, keep up the awesome work and I'll see you soon.